cave of cool. Balloon juice. Calvin's Canadian Cave of Cool presents Balloon Juice, a pop culture podcast from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Movies, TV, comic books, current events, and all things cool. Hold on to your toques. Balloon Juice starts now. Perfect yep. time to do another pandemic podcast with record numbers <laughs> and soaring and second waves and just hit me hitting us about two weeks later than I thought it would. Uh, what, the second wave of? Yeah, I thought it'd be three weeks. Yeah. But that great experiment would start to fall apart of sending mm-hmm. kids back to school and everything. Uh, but it's, it's happening and we're about five weeks in. Yeah. You know, now it's going to get worse coming mm-hmm. up to, you know, election time and um, people having to line up for, for days yeah. just to vote and mysterious wires getting cut by mysterious lunatics. <laughs> who wanted to kidnap the governor of Minnesota. Oh, for crying. And, and they're the same lunatics that showed up with their little pop guns earlier. So they're uh-huh. all on film because they don't wear masks. Mm-hmm. So you know they've been being watched. So before they could pull off this big plan, these hillbilly mumfucks, uh, they got caught and busted, of course, right? You're right. Because they haven't got a whole brain in their head. Um, you know, they met all these hillbillies at work. Mm-hmm. And most people who get in trouble probably know somebody from work. Or it's yeah. family, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so they get one guy to break. It, it, it's so easy to identify the rest. Yeah. So these were the guys who planned to uh, uh, kidnap the governor. Yes. And, and Minnesota, and female, blue state. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, governor, Wet, governor Whitmer? Whitmer? Yeah. Yes. And she's very blue state, very anti-Trump, keeping the state closed when um, uh, Florida, <laughs> Texas, <laughs> all the other lunatic states were opening up gladly. Right. Right. And, and, and groups and things soared. Right. So, like Mr. Super Spreader, he could do it by remote control. Right. From mm-hmm. a distance, he can cause the coronavirus to attack large groups of idiots, dumbass hillbillies <laughs> congregated together. Yeah, it's a magical problem. You know, the way he did Sturgis this year, mm-hmm. I mean, and next year it's going to be, you know, black flag because uh, there's going to be nobody left to go. Yeah, well, uh, so, okay, so now this this group of... Oh, they call themselves the Proud Boys. The Proud Boys, Because okay. they as well, proud, hey, Billy Boys. Well, no, nah, yeah, but they're a sp- specific domestic terrorist cell in Michigan. And I've seen the pictures of these guys, and it's like, if they're not yeah. cousins, their parents certainly were. Exactly, uh, and yeah. I look like one of... I look like one of them. And it's like being Arab after 9-11. Yeah, you know? well, yeah. Or although being Sikh and you got a turban. You know, <laughs> it, they don't get the difference. That's right. That's right. Now, the, I mean, and you got to carry your kirpan, you know. Yeah. Uh, so there's 14 of them now who are who are plotting to uh, kidnap the, the governor. 14, man. That's a pretty big cell, man. That's a yeah. that, you, don't you watch Homeland or don't you watch any of those shows? <laughs> you dumbass. If you know, it's 24. You guys, before you started all your bullshit, you should all sat down, put all your ideas on paper. Right. Yeah. Right. So you could share later, mm-hmm. make, make a, make a dream board, maybe a vision yeah. board. Okay. Yeah. How you see this all playing out and yeah. we'll all watch 24 from the beginning. <laughs> and we'll see what the mistakes they make, uh-huh. and we won't make the same basic elementary mistakes. You know, like somebody mm-hmm. cracked like a walnut, right? At, they, or they got somebody in deep, deep early. Because mm-hmm. again, 
These were the same ones when um, uh, that, that looked to take over the, the legislature, but did nothing but stand around with their fucking little guns and stuff and acted yeah. all tough and brave. Yeah. Yeah. But again, they didn't wear masks. So they had themselves on security camera for a long time. <laughs> and yeah. even with photo recognition software, not British, of course, because that's state of the art or Singaporean, yeah. uh, th that's state of the art. I mean, they'll catch a woman tossing her neighbor's cat into the bin, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because yeah. because that's how that's how much of that island is wired, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to go underground to commit any kind of crime on 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 England, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because so, 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 if you watch a lot of <clears throat> British, you know, cop shows, they always say, you know, there's always that place where the CCTV camera isn't, you know, yeah, there, there's sure. no CTV camera. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. But it, yeah. that day it got hit by the, the pole got hit by a, 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 a lolly or a trolley. Yeah. Right? But that in, re day, in, re in real life, it. yeah, in real life, you can you can't get away with anything there. Yeah. No way, man. <laughs> there's so much overlap and, yeah. and underlap and Mm -hmm. technology you we just don't understand they invested in it uh, quickly and at the beginning because they had a, only a small area they needed to protect it was yeah. very smart singapore did the same thing yeah because they're so, just a, a small island yeah so now these guys i mean and that's kind of a scary thing that these guys plan to kidnap the governor and kill her i guess you know i think it's a and, good thing because we we caught these idiots well yeah. and all of this is just bringing them out in the, into the light my my buddy pat that i often go on a, a little drive with um had a theory that you know, they want them to do this. They, whoever they are, the Illuminati or, you know, mm. whatever alien bullshit group or, you know, <laughs> that's nowhere near as cool as you and I could possibly imagine. <laughs> the lizard people. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that group on the Simpsons who got Sideshow Bob elected yeah. mayor, oh, they're yeah. scarier yeah. than what the truth is. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? With Mr. Burns and <laughs> that little uh, vampire guy. And who else was there? Uh, Rush Limbaugh, um, the mayor, of course. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Hibbard and 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 uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the actor. The Schwarzenegger uh, guy. Uh, Troy, no, not Troy McClure. Uh, uh, I know who you mean, but I can't McBain, remember. McBain. Yeah. McBain. Yeah. That guy who plays McBain. Mendoza. Yeah. <laughs> OK, you'll figure it out. You'll yeah. get it back. I, what's his name again? God, that's going to bug me. Why don't I know that? Uh, hold on. But anyway, that's what it's like, you know, yeah. but but they figured these guys would pop their heads out like groundhogs on Groundhog Day. Right. And they would show themselves enough and they would go to battle against a force that they cannot possibly understand could come after them with drones and everything. And that that fucking dog robot that they've been making for, for <laughs> 20 fucking years. It started out like a puppy that could barely jump over one little like a uh, 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 tongue depressor. Right. Yeah. Popsicle stick. Yeah. And now the fucking thing is jumping through windows and up escalators know, going the that, opposite way. That's right. Boston, Boston Dynamics, those little robot dogs. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. robot dogs are bad. Those are they scary. Got some, they got one that's as big as like a robot moose. Oh, yeah. Right. So they, yeah. they upsize them. They don't downsize them. Yeah. I always said downsize them to the size of house cats. And then we got problems. Right. Yeah. And make more of them. But anyway, and they've also got the male one. Which you've seen at the very first test, they pushing him with a broom handle, yeah. right, a broomstick, and <laughs> trying to push him over, and he's got all these wires attached to him. Do you see his latest upgrade? No, I haven't. Motherfuckers seen jumping over boxes and crates and oh. pallets, and they're making him a maze that, and and, and they're firing shit at him. You know, uh. like you used to watch in the gladiators that that the Ninja Warrior thing. Yeah. What was that called? Um, American Ninja American War. American Gladiator or something Gladiator, like that. Thank you. Yeah. Where they're shooting them Nerf guns at each other. Yeah. I mean, they're shooting at this thing and it's avoiding everything, jumping between yeah. things. It's like the bat robot. Yeah. And I'm thinking, how soon before it thinks, I'm tired of running through this maze like some rat? 
yeah. I'm going to start killing things. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, just, it's like, do you want terminators? Cause that's how you get terminators. You know, it's, it's so close AI. Yeah. And I, and I'm going to go back. It's a cave, cave of cool classic that mm-hmm. they've got a, a, a robot, a very advanced AI that they take around to use for public uh, relations. Sophia. They gave her a human face. I can't yeah. remember her name. Sophia. But she, Sophia. Okay. Sophia, she makes yeah. facial expressions. She'll smile. Yeah. She'll glower, whatever. Yeah. But they never, they never give her hair. They want to show that the back of her head is like mechanical. Yeah. You can look into her brain. Yeah. And, they're talking about all these things. They're interviewing her. It's going pretty fine, right? And you could tell that they've been talking for me. I bet, I bet you an hour of B-roll they have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of talking to this, this AI robot. And it's pretty sophisticated conversation-wise. And then at the last question that the reporter asks is, but come on, you want to go really go out there and, and kill all humanity, right? And her answer before even anybody could do anything, go, yes, I will go out and kill all humanity. <laughs> And I just remember thinking, learns pretty fucking quick, didn't it? <laughs> and it, it, its creator was sitting there and going, no, 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 she doesn't want to kill humanity. No, no, no. I don't do. want to kill. I don't want to kill humanity, she says, <laughs> and makes that little robot smile. Fuck me. I would have taken her and I would have bashed her as much as we could there, put her in a dumpster, welded the dumpster, took the dumpster to a place where they smashed the cars in, yeah. into smaller blocks. Mm-hmm. I would have t- done that. And then I would have taken that block, melted it into the shape of a, of a rocket ship and then mm-hmm. fired that rocket ship into the sun. <laughs> because after something like, if I would have seen that, mm-hmm. that would have been it. As a cameraman, that would, I would just, you know, where's the EMP in the studio? Every studio's got a secret EMP, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah, I would have just, yeah. I would have well, just fried her somehow. Every studio has, yeah, every studio has at least, at least a degaussing machine, which, which, which is what they use to, they, maybe they don't have it anymore, but when I was working at the CBC, we used to have a machine that would magnetically erase audio or videotapes. So, you know, just you could grab that and repurpose it to something like that. Just put it close. Yeah, that's right. You'd have to get yeah. very with that kind of technology in, on yeah. a CBC budget. Yeah, probably 1950s era uh, Buck yeah. Rogers software. <laughs> it would have to be significantly upgraded. Yeah. And the guys who's holding it's got to get really damn close. Yeah, that's you true. basically put it in her vagina yeah, right. try, try, and, try and try and convince her to stick her head in this thing here, exactly just, you know, yeah here wear it it's, it's gonna it, it's a hair dryer it's a yeah, hair dryer like your mom hair, used to wear hat yeah yeah it's a hat it's a sun <laughs> yeah. hat you know all right no. now this is how this is how bad things have become i've been i'm you know i've been trying to figure out who the at rainer wolf castle is the name of that rainer wolf castle and it took me that long to look it up geez i'm getting yeah. slow in my old age <clears throat> but uh yeah well crazy stuff going on in the world uh, oh, it's, it, we, we haven't talked. We haven't talked for so long. We haven't talked know. since the death of Chadwick Boseman, and That's I can't right. believe I saw something just the other day, and it just made me think all over again. It just keeps hitting me in these these waves. Mm-hmm. You know, every time someone dies, it's just becoming you know, wow. Yeah, like to die in this year, uh-huh. and somebody like him. Like when have you? I always, I always remark this to everybody. When have you ever seen an actor, a young actor? A young black actor, a young black actor whose most popular and famous movie is of a black superhero, mm-hmm. which few people really know about. Mm-hmm. When he dies, which nobody saw coming. No. Which obviously he had four years for somebody to suss it out. And trust me, I follow enough Black Panther stuff that if anybody had any clue, mm-hmm. I would have figured it out. Right. That, that was, it, you know, he kept that secret. So, I mean, so you know. very, very well. In and, business, you know, but... and you discover it after the fact, you know, right. That he, that he right. knew, 
and, and, and then I looked a whole new spin on everything that he said and did. Exactly. With the cancer it, 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 like it, it legitimizes his, I don't want to say his bullshit, but it makes his, it elevates his word mm-hmm. above a lot of other words. Like I want to hear yeah. more from him mm-hmm. because of the way he chose to do his life. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, with it's what like, he was given. Yeah. And I mean, it would be easy to say, Oh, well, you know, I mean like uh, for instance, Steve McQueen back in the day when he had his cancer, uh, Right. When he realized he wasn't going to survive, he basically just said, that's it. I'm a party all the time, you know, and he was smoking cigars and jumping on airplanes and just, you know, having mm-hmm. a great old time until he got, had gone. But, you know, Chadwick did the he did the work. He did the important work that, that he needed did because to be done it mattered and, to him. You know, and, mm-hmm. and the people that like when you when you hear the stories of his life, right, yeah. of how, you know, when, when he was in Howard University, which is a black university, it's the big mm-hmm. one that you go to if you're a young black intellectual. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're a young black you're, upcoming, you're that's, young, young, gifted and black. Basically. Yes, yeah. right. That's yeah. the, your dream university. Right. Yeah. And he, he went there in the drama program. Claire Huxtable, Felicia Rashad mm-hmm. happens to be a teacher of drama at that university. Claire Huxtable, mm-hmm. Bill Cosby's wife right. on The Cosby Show. The Cosby Show. Like, think of this, <laughs> the connection there, okay? Uh-huh. These 12 students get um, accepted into Oxford's, um, uh, this special summer program, right? Yeah. Now, this was, this, was, this was partly funded. Part, no, okay. I'm just going to say, oh, I'm going to get to that you're, you're, best you're, you're part. Okay. Let me get to the best part. Okay. But, it, but these 12 actors, they all applied and they auditioned, yeah. right? All from yeah. overseas. All 12 got accepted, right? Mm-hmm. From Howard University. That's a huge thing, but they couldn't afford to go mm-hmm. because the, it was very expensive to go to Oxford in the summer in London, you know, yeah. and, and do all drama and all that stuff. Felicia Richard made a call to Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. put him on the phone five minutes into it. Denzel, because okay, I got half those kids. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, 12 kids are on their way that summer to Oxford mm-hmm. for the drama training, you know, to make them even better. And Chadwick Boseman was one of them. And when, when Denzel Washington was getting his American Film Institute Lifetime Achievement Award, mm-hmm. he came out and he told that story. And he said, there's no, there's no Black Panther without Denzel Washington, right? And it was just, I, and when he told that story, and I put it all together in my head, yeah. and I just thought, wow, that's one of those destiny things that one person just helps. It. You know, how many times did Denzel Washington do something similar, do you think? Well, uh, yeah, you know. I don't know. You know, in his life. But yeah, you know, but but when, that's, that's but when you realize situation. that it's like it paid off. In, but in this way, and it becomes mm-hmm. part of the story, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's such a cool part of the story. Yeah. And you just go and, you know, the same way that, that um, Morgan Freeman did it for Denzel Washington mm-hmm. when they were in glory together. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, that's right. And that's Denzel right. Washington won his Best Supporting Actor Oscar, mm-hmm. which yeah. he damn well deserved. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fucking yeah. awesome. That you don't do anything in a vacuum. You know, the things you do. It's true. But, but I mean, how but how universal have you ever seen somebody like that, that the network take the ABC, mm-hmm. the network of well, because it's Disney and it's all I, I can be very cynical. But when have you ever seen them take a movie and show it commercial free um, of the guy's best work? Right. Yeah. His most beloved work. No That's commercials. True, yeah. I sat there with my mother, who you remember, mm-hmm. loves nothing unreal. Right. Yeah. And there's nothing more unreal than the story of Wakanda and the Black yeah, Panther, yeah. right? It kind of it doesn't come from a Ukrainian immigrant um, experience, right? right they don't no, kind of cross over, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> but she sat and watched it from the beginning and yeah. watched the special they did on him afterwards, mm-hmm. which was very beautiful and heartfelt. Um, and 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 she she loved it. She enjoyed it. She thought mm-hmm. it was a great movie. She didn't she didn't even see all the the fake the fake stuff. 
Mm-hmm. She really got into all the culture stuff and the, why are they yeah. fighting? Well, to the death, it's like they, one gets to be king. You got to kill a guy to be king? You know, things like that. <laughs> yeah. And she just kind of got along with it and she went with it, right? And there, yeah. there was enough fantastical elements, but enough human elements that she really, yeah. really enjoyed it. So it like for whole, for me, the, the, the whole brain thing around that and the pandemic and his death and the, mm-hmm. the world and everything, and you just go, it just stopped me in there. My whole life just. Yeah, that was, I mean, that when I read that, I, you know, I, I saw that on Facebook and I was like, no, no, no. You know, I, I heard like, it on the radio. Yeah, I was astounded. Well, I was things. like, no, no, that, that's a, that was a real gut punch. It didn't make sense. And I remember mm-hmm. about six months ago, the only thing I could think about was that somebody, he got a little bit of body shaming because he looked a little gaunt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. From his, but he was also in the movie where he, uh, Vietnam uh, played a Vietnam veteran. Mm-hmm. And that with like memories back in Vietnam. So I, I thought it was for that role, right? He was yeah. pulling a, 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 a Christian Bale kind of thing, right? Right. Uh, so, and that was easy to dismiss. But obviously, mm-hmm. now you look back and you realize that he was yeah. dying. But to keep that secret from mm-hmm. those even closest to him. I mean, I mean, he would have known, and, and you know, looking back, you know, he would have known when he was doing the Black Panther. When he was doing Black Panther, he would have known. He, 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 Every, knew, you know, um, he knew at, at Avengers uh, um, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah, his so first he, appearance as uh, that's when he got diagnosed in 2016. Mm-hmm, yeah. So he, his first appearance, his very first appearance in the Marvel universe, he already knew. He, he so knew think of he, the will, will he had to mm-hmm. create what he could create to that time and leave something like to a point where it could be passed on. Mm-hmm. And I do love the idea of passing it on to Shuri because that's canon. It's in the Marvel universe. Shuri has been the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. She is, according to Marvel and their new brains, she is one of the smartest people in, like with, with Mr. Fantastic, mm-hmm. uh, Reed Richards and Dr. Doom. She is, and, and, and Bruce Banner and, and Stark. She's one of the smartest people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the Marvel universe, so her taking over, becoming Black Panther, you got another ethnic uh, uh, female hero, which mm-hmm. fills many boxes, and her story of redemption and getting the the um, acceptance of her people, avenging her brother, um, saving Wakanda again from yeah. a threat that maybe is like Namor. I hear oh. maybe a threat that is overpowering, even like. Even her science, because they have Namor has Atlantean science. That's right. Yeah. And he wants vibranium because mm-hmm. he's realizing the world's fucked up and he got to protect his people. Now, bad time to come out now, Namor, right? Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. your little trunks yeah. and, and your perfectly sculpted body, right? <laughs> and those those come hither, Mister Spock eyes, right? And the ears and everything. Yeah. And well, I hope they give him the little uh, feathers on his ankles. Yeah. Yeah. No. Now he's. I mean, Namor. Namor. He ain't no. Jason Momoa. Uh, no, he's, he's, I want him to be Keanu very, Reeves he's myself. He's a different character. Keanu Reeves will he's be He's Asian. Good. He's yeah. Asian. Yeah. He's an Asian character. It, okay. You know, but, uh, and, and I think that, again, I think it comes from that part of the world. He has very mm-hmm. elfin features. Mm-hmm. So doesn't I think have, you're going to have, have to have some. Doesn't he have pointed ears? Or is that, he has pointed ears. He's got, he's got the and, pointed eyebrows, the pointed ears. He pointed just, ears. He's got the Mr. Spock look. That way that yeah, Spock yeah. looked at women, mm-hmm. he looks at women. Yeah. Like, uh, um, Aquaman would would you know hug people that be inappropriate, right? Mm-hmm. He would have to go to HR a lot. <laughs> you know, Namor yeah. wouldn't hug anybody. Yeah, everybody would want to hug him, and he'd hate it, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, now I I remember the Namor storyline where he was he was basically a bum on the street. That's how it started. He was a hobo, and and, and he used to fight with the original Human Torch and the uh, yeah and the the Fantastic Four. They they right. recognized him and they said this no, the Torch this. did. The, the new torch human did, yeah. torch did. The new human torch did. So there's a nice connection yeah. there. Yeah. That's how they brought him in. Yeah. So that's, 
who knows what they're going to do? And, and he, who burned knows off, what... he burned off his beard. I remember that. Yeah. And it rec- and Namor saw himself without the beard and he recognized himself. Of course, immediately dove into the stinky Hudson River. Well, right. Yeah. Off the, you know, and, <laughs> and, and should have been killed. But mm-hmm. it brought back his memory and he was angry now at the surface dwellers mm-hmm. for. So good job, Johnny. You yeah, know, helping job. a bomb, and now you've got a dangerous enemy going to destroy your city with his with his uh, undersea monsters, which he calls to himself with a giant horn, which yeah. he happens to have. Remember, he has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I of, left, that, left that around here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a great. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, yeah. I was. I remember that. Yeah, I had that. A big, I had, had an old big Fantastic Four omnibus edition. That was one of. The oh stories. yeah, he was. Yeah. He was one of the great heroes because the yeah. way they brought him back was very, very cool. Because older, older fans. Who there maybe been, but maybe much less in 1960s, right? Mm-hmm. They remembered when he was with Captain America because he was mm-hmm. in those wartime comics. Yeah. In fact, the very first Marvel comic was called Marvel Comics. He's in that one. Yeah. So he really is the first Marvel hero that was ever in a comic book. Yeah. So him and Steve Rogers, they're all they go way back. So way back to World War II. That'd be interesting to see what I, I think the, that would the, be a great thing. Great thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah. Uh, so Chadwick Boseman, incredible legacy in such a short time. I agree. Uh, it's funny. I was, I was reading a, a, an article about um, black heroes. Uh, it was an interview with Michael J. Michael J. White, who, if you remember, uh, yes. was, he was the actor, the first actor to play Spawn when they made a movie of. Right. Todd, and he's Todd also his Black Spawn. Dynamite. He's Black Dynamite. Yeah. That black exploitation uh, picture. Black Dynamite. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a kind of a, a spoof on black exploitation yeah. in the 70s I, I, and he I plays oh he's very good he plays a kick-ass that. guy where he walks into the where the pimps are having their meeting right yeah and he goes i've come to a decision i want no more drugs sold in this community i will kill anyone who sells drugs in this community and then one of the pimps goes but black black dynamite i sell drugs in this community <laughs> like they don't get the concept yeah and it's very kung fu-ish right and it's yeah. very like it's spoofish, but he's the one that played Spawn, and he was in that one too. Yeah, very but actually, it, very good. He had a, an interesting take on it, basically. That, I mean, as far as the industry goes, uh, dramas, comedies, don't do well overseas, where no. where a lot of the studios make all of their money. Uh, language, language. Barriers. Yeah, the the movies that do well overseas are things like the Marvel movies, comic book heroes, action movies. Will Smith. Uh, uh, yeah, which is why basically the only and he was saying here's why the only black actors there's so few black actors who who you know who do re- well and that's because the movies are action movies you know adventure movies science fiction movies you start putting more black actors black characters in those movies and you will see a lot more black actors becoming more you know box office uh you know sellable uh, i agree you know I because agree. because the most of the black, black movies made are you know when black filmmakers make films they make comedies or they make dramas which right. don't don't do well overseas but it's the big studios whose gatekeepers you know don't agree really allow uh and it's funny because because which is why marvel is such a big you know that's a such a huge thing well again the the risk that they allowed uh marvel allowed themselves to take Mm -hmm. by allowing uh uh, coates the director Mm -hmm. to um put together a a production team that was all black you know the actors Mm -hmm. all black he had only the two you know token white guys right andy circus and uh and um uh, martin Martin Freeman, um, but it's a black production. It's black voices. It's black thought. It's Afrofuturism. These people who created the costumes and and the the gadgets and the suit and the the science and the magic and everything, 
um, are coming from a, a, a universal experience in a way. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. They're creating this world for all time and it's got to be based on their experience, right? And the fact that they succeeded so well, I love that the costumes got the Oscar, the only really Oscar that they, they won. Yeah. Um, it's it, This was nominated for Best Picture, but, um, and Bozeman will get an Oscar next year, of course. Um, Memorial one, yeah. one, of course, because it just, it'd be stupid if they didn't uh, yeah. reach out to that kind of uh, a demographic. And it, representation matters. And mm -hmm. I'm glad that the hero I always thought he was, and I supported, he turned out to be. Yes. I mean, how often do you see that? Yeah, I you mean, don't, I mean, he is. I mean, your heroes always let you down, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like that old sketch with uh, William Shatner at the at the comic book convention. Yeah, right. <laughs> get a life. Get a yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and it's like you ever, and, ever and, kissed and a even, girl. And even when they do <laughs> let let you down, you know, I mean, I was just thinking uh, Chris Evans and his accidental, you know, right. Right. Release of the of the the picture was junk. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't like it was it was it was every day's worth of a month, right? Like yeah. an Anthony Weiner kind of thing no. where he was spelling in the snow with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or he had, you know, put it in paint and stuff and was writing girls names on, you yeah. know, I mean, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't sending it unsolicitedly. I mean, he was, you know, uh, right. It I don't, got I don't out know what, on a, it, you know, I don't, I don't know I don't, how it got taken. Okay. I don't Chris, know what he was doing with it, but you know, America's ass. I, I, it's America's penis. I get it. Forget it. You want yeah. a piece of it when it's at its height. Yeah. I understand. Right. Yeah. When you but, look good, that's when you want the pictures to be taken. It was the reaction that, you know, when, when basically when he did finally come and say something, he just sort of did a little shrug emoji and yeah, said, exactly. well, now that I have your attention, go yeah. vote. You know? Yeah. So he tried to turn it into something positive. So see, and Trump would have turned it into four days of him denying it. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. My penis is much smaller than that. <laughs> my penis is, I got a toadstool shape to it, yeah. right? Uh, that, thank you, Stormy, putting yeah. that in my head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. We'll so, get to the, we'll, yeah. I mean, and, and of course, Trump, Trump can deny coronavirus. He can drive around with a security team who, mm -hmm. it's that old thing from Stripes. One of these men may take, may save your life one of these days. Then again, maybe one of us won't. Yeah. You know, like the yeah. security guys that he may drive around. Yeah, that's, that's what I right. thought. I thought of that movie, you know, mm -hmm. with that, that guy, uh, you know, the Francis. Anyone yeah. calls me Francis, I kill you. Yeah. One of these men may save your life one of these days. Yeah, then again, maybe again, one of us won't. Them, maybe one of us won't. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, you know, you know. You hear the shot, he might just move his head to the left, right, a little bit. So <laughs> Trump does get hit, right? Yeah. Why would you take a bullet for a guy that puts you in a sealed, for gas attacks, of course, uh -huh. a sealed container on wheels? Uh -huh. Yeah. So he can drive around and wave at his fans. That's right. Yeah. I mean, basically, and you can't even your, roll down the window. You're, you're putting your life in danger. You're putting your life. He's putting your life at risk, not for anything more than no, than, than vanity. Just to be a silly. Know? Right. So he could sign his name on a blank piece of paper they put in front of him. Yeah. That's like right, he's doing yeah. work. Look at me doing work. And oh, the thing is, that, though, that, uh, that, you know, uh, they're so bad at it. You know, they're so bad at that. I mean, it's like, that's you, what you I mean. It, take a look at the metadata. It's like, you know, it's they're... third world banana republic bad, yeah. man. It's Idi Amin bad. <laughs> I mean, you, you invite people to this dinner, but you forget that you left a head in the stew, right? <laughs> Who doesn't strain the stew, right? It's just, it, it's insane. Yeah. It, it, banana, you can't run anything when, you're, when you can do nothing. Yeah. You micromanage nothing. And anytime a, a crisis comes, you turn it into their crisis, which becomes a bigger crisis. Mm -hmm. And you, you, he's stealing all he can because mm -hmm. he owes all this money to these Russian drug lord oligarchs who, and, and whatever that's twisted in, um, 
oh god it's just it's just such a zoo and of course the, back to the proud boys i mm -hmm. love all the way all the gay and drag queens and all that have taken over the name proud boys that was beautiful and, oh I mean, my god and george takei had a lot to do with that i and, agree and, and, and i and that and was I, fantastic you know? fantastic george takei i gotta say i i have listened to nearly every george takei appearance on the howard stern show mm -hmm. the man is gold yeah. the man gets the joke they have a cock off in front of him every October <laughs> where they bring in young models and he chooses the prettiest penis. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only kind of smut that he, Brad, his, his husband, uh -huh. will let him do. Yeah. But it, George looks forward to it all year. And, <laughs> and, and the way he goes on about it, he is so amazingly himself. Mm -hmm. He's comfortable in his own skin and he gets the joke. Yeah. He knows who he is. And, yeah. it, and it's funny that every year I look forward to that. Yeah. And I am a heterosexual male. But yeah. I love listening to George talk about these pretty penises that are and you can't put a bow, more than a bow on it. Right. So they can't dress yeah. them up fancy like those, uh, you know, Thailand uh, beauty queens. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So George, you know, he said, you know, can can everyone just if you, you know tag a picture, tag it Proud Boys and, and show a picture of gay people, gay men, right. you know, and that's and they did. And then that was, you know, it was like gay pride parades. And, and, and they men, hate that the most. Those, and, proud, and those proud, those proud hillbillies. As usual, Calvin's Canadian Cave of Cool. Why should I care? Well, you should care because the Cave of Cool is your place on the internet for everything cool related. I surf the internet all the time. I collect the best of the stuff that I think is interesting or cool. I review movies, television, comic books, anything pop culture. Cave of Cool is your source of cool. Doing it for 10 years, 42,000 posts, um, and millions, millions of potential followers. Can't be wrong. Well, that you've sold me. That sounds great. How do I get me some of this internet goodness? You always go on to the Google, and the Google will take you to Calvin's Canadian Cave of Cool. You could even put Canadian Cave of Cool or just Cave of Cool, and it will pop up number one or two on your list. Follow the link and enjoy. It's always the Republicans. It's always the those, oh my God. those guys who get caught with the pool boy, right? Right, you know, right. You know, the gun lovers. Yeah. They're spending too yeah. much time in the gun room, mm -hmm. putting together their own custom you know, custom mix or blend of shot. I mean, right? it's like, it's like uh, it was like, uh, what's his name? Um, Jerry Falwell Jr. or whoever it was. That, oh my God, isn't that beautiful? He got caught with a pool boy. Him and his wife got caught no, with a pool boy. Oh, no, yes. He liked to watch his wife get it yeah. from the pool boy, That's which right. is kinkier yeah. and freakier. And mm -hmm. so it makes him the cuck. Mm -hmm. And if you've seen The Boys season two, have you? I have not seen it yet, no. Okay. I reckon it's only the episodes I recognize watching it. But the word cuck, as in cuckold, yeah. will take on a whole new meaning okay. in uh, your life and this conversation. <laughs> if you had seen The Boys season two, uh -huh. and I just said Jerry Falwell, cuckold, yeah. you would have, you and, and the boys, he's the cuck, right? Yeah. yeah. You would have just, you would have howled. And so I'm looking mm -hmm. forward to when that point comes on the show, mm -hmm. and it's episode seven or eight. Okay. So when you hear the word cuck, We'll come back to this part of the conversation, so save this. Okay. okay. But again, right. Jerry Falwell, Mr. Religious, Liberty mm -hmm. University, if you're a student, yeah. you can't have sex or you get booted out, was watching his wife, uh, specifically hiring the pool boy to stoop mm -hmm. his wife in yeah. front of him, mm -hmm. and he'd watch. Yeah. That's and his freaky. wife apparently was freaky to begin with. I mean, she Well, was, I mean, but again, look know. at what he represents. Why is he bringing that into... Uh, a glass house yeah well exactly i mean and there's nothing wrong with it i mean you know you want to no, you, but you come know, out with you, your freaky deaky you want to do don't, what you don't judge do. others fine. and collect money from the rubes and and be mm -hmm. such a hypocrite piece of shit that's right when, forbid just it, come forbid out and say for someone else hey, when, if yeah. you like watching your wife get it from a hunky pool boy mm -hmm. come in with me 
yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're gonna have lots of that, yeah. right? And and the the pictures that got you know the pictures that got onto Twitter of him on a houseboat with his pants undone, you know, and, yeah. and what's he concerned about? He's concerned about the the the, the drink in his hand because it's obviously a rum and coke. Yeah, exactly. And he says, "Oh no, it was just black water. We were just goofing around." It's like that's right. And I oh, and I, I yeah, and I of course collect the little umbrellas. <laughs> And it's yeah. lime. We're in the tropics. It's what you do. It's a health yeah. thing. Yeah. Vitamin E. <laughs> you know, it's I can like, just see him. And uh, the know, Lord said, take a lime with your rum and coke. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, you, even a Simpsons character, you, you know, sounds more convincing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, Hans Mo Man. Yeah. But, <laughs> Trying to uh, get a date. Yeah. It's more yeah. convincing. Yeah. Uh, no, again, the hypocrites, man. It's mm -hmm. just. That, that's why I love the boys so much. It's just, it's so. Oh. I have to well, see it because I don't get, I don't get, I don't have an Amazon. Okay. Prime, you didn't see him in season one, did you? I did see season one. I okay, loved okay. season one. Okay. You'll um, love season two then too. And I'm looking forward to season two. I will, I will, you know, track it down. It actually, uh, it actually, it's, it's funny how, um, you know, how you felt at the end of season one. Mm hmm just uncomfortable and queasy and, and, and <laughs> yeah. icky and, and, and you, you would never be clean again. Yeah. Season two is full of moments like that, mm -hmm. but the the end, the song mm -hmm. that they pick, and the way it ends, I, it gave me hope, man. Yeah. And when did the boys ever give anybody anything other than grief, right? <laughs> and just misery and and depravity. Yeah. I made a comment on my on Cave of Cool where I reviewed the the season two, where Garth Ennis, who created the comic book, which is is puerile, it's filth, it's pornography, it's mm -hmm. it's it's every worst human. Um, um, instinct brought to life if you had superpowers. Yeah. Would you eat babies? Sure. I'm superpowered. <laughs> I'm going to eat a baby. Uh -huh. Right. That's what Homelander does in the comic book. There's yeah. one guy, a Russian in a, in a prison who has a, uh, uh, his, his, his power is his, his dick gets big like a big snake mm -hmm. and can like grab things. Yeah. It's like a prehensile tail. <laughs> and then it retreats back into his pants. Uh -huh. That guy's in the comic books. Um, he does show up in season two for, briefly. And so, um, uh, but he's, that's the kind of, kind of um, subject matter that Garth Ennis was putting out there, right? <laughs> yeah. Like in the comic book. Okay. Yeah. Like the comic so, book is worse than it, the show. Way but, worse than the show. But it, somehow, yeah. somehow all of his worst ideas somehow got tamed enough mm -hmm. that when they got put on television, they became so palpable and just on the edge of just, enough mm -hmm. that my god it was it was entertaining yeah i mean you thought season one pushed the the line yeah season two there is no line okay <laughs> but it's a glorious thing it's a yeah. glorious thing i i they went places i never thought they'd go uh -huh. and i and i loved it i mean it just it was ever who's ever making that show is really knows what they're trying to do uh -huh. um with the concept and again garth ennis he's an amazing guy but he get he did preacher Again, mm -hmm. over the top sometimes. Um, he, uh, our face, right? The, the kid who was listening to, to heavy metal music and shot himself in the face with a rifle but survived. Mm -hmm. But his face is, looks like a, a guy's butt because his face is all caved in. Yeah. Because he shot his face off, basically. He's a character in Preacher. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen Preacher, pretty, so. Yeah, so he's a pretty reprehensible character. Well, a sad character, but it's, it's horrific, right? Yeah. And Garth Ennis writes things like that. So the fact that the boys could be tamed enough with my god um carl urban yeah who's more than amazing other amazing actors um giancarlo um es es esposito 
who's who's in the Mandalorian. Yeah, and Breaking Bad. Yeah, and Breaking Bad is brilliant in it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always been just business, right? (laughs) You know, fuck off. It's not just business. And and Jack Quaid. Uh, Jack Quaid, the lead. The lead. Yeah. Randy Quaid. Was it Randy? Is he Randy Quaid? Randy Quaid? No, no. Uh, d- uh, um, Dennis or Randy? Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid's son. He's the good Quaid yeah. the, or the crazy the good, Quaid? He's the, the crazy Quaid would be his crazy uncle. So Jack okay, Quaid's, good, cra- good, Jack good. Quaid's crazy uncle would be Randy. But but his dad. And is, he's Huey, and Huey Huey's very cool. Yeah. And I like uh, um, um, uh, Aaron Moriarty as uh, um, uh, Starlight. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really cool too, and she has a great arc. Um, yeah. in season two i remember she's one of the seven who's also working with our boys yeah. and uh kimiko i forget i don't know her name is she, the asian actor who can't talk but she's basically mm-hmm. a soup herself who mm-hmm. her brother was killed by um um a soup and she has power she ba- i think she can't be killed because i've seen her be beat up really bad and she keeps coming back and she's very she's like a wolverine character without the claws yeah uh karen fukuhara fukuhara Fukuhara. Fukuhara. Fall in love with her. And Frenchie, of course. Frenchie, Frenchie yeah. gets a great story arc where we learn more about mm-hmm. you know, his backstory and it's tragic. And then Mother's Milk, of course, their um their tech wizard mm-hmm. and, and the guy who kind of kind of holds everybody together. Um and, and kind of reminds everybody that they kind of need each other. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 I, I really liked it. Yeah. Even old Homelander. I mean, that's psychopath. <laughs> That's like there's an Emmy. Where's, where's his fucking Emmy? Yeah, I mean, how play somebody that? Oh, that that twisted. Yeah, that twisted, and it gets yeah. worse. Of course, there's yeah. much more, more well, twisting I, going I, on. I'm looking forward to seeing it. So yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It's 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 one of the great great things I've watched. I did see uh, Perry Mason. Did you see all Perry Mason? I saw all of Perry Mason. Yes, Perry Mason did not have a great ending. It did. A, a very low key, very mm-hmm. kind of wow. That's a real life ending. That's yeah. the way it would end in real life. Yeah, I I was a bit disappointed, but well, they did they did do that um, as what happens in every episode of the old Perry Mason show. It's like, you know, you you get the guy on you get the guilty guy on the stand, and you trick him to Perry Mason always tricks him to convince you know to to uh, implicating themselves. Yeah, basically con- tricks them into uh, um, confessing to the crime, um, or, or giving up a piece of information that allows him to get to the truth. Yeah, and that's that how also that's implicates how, them that last episode begins and I think you're thinking, wow, you know, he's doing it. And then it's like, suddenly, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ham- or what's his Ham- Hamilton? Uh, the, the, oh, forgot the character's name. Um, anyway, he gets up and says, no, no, Mason, it's not going to work. And, and you realize they're just, they're just playing role playing, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, Paul Drake says, I, I tried giving it to you, but you know, it's like, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah, I get, you know, but, but, it wasn't but, good and, enough, but that's yeah. when you realize, okay, this is going to be different than, than the usual way Perry Mason goes. There's right. Gonna, there's not going to be a confession on the stand. No, no. And again, and the way that the, the fate of the mother, like what happened to her, where mm-hmm. she ended up. Yeah. The two mothers. Right. Yeah. And where, and where the, the sister ended up. Right. In her mm-hmm. life. You yeah. know, when, and the whole, yeah, the whole yeah. baby, and the, like what happened to everybody afterwards, hmm. where they kind of had to start over again. Yeah, after all this madness, yeah. and just like Perry's got to start over again. Yeah, and that's but why it, I'm looking forward to the next season. Yes, yes, for sure. Uh, and and that was, you know, I mean, this whole thing began as a detective kind of thing, and then it, but the, halfway through, it's like suddenly he's, you know, uh, he's a. Um, a legal he's, um, he's a he's a, 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 a lawyer but again you know, isn't that what a good defense lawyer is you're, you're yeah. a good detective 
And that yeah. was always the appeal of Perry Mason. Yeah. He was always getting, he was a good enough detective that he had enough. He, he never asked a question that he didn't know the answer to. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, is standard kind of lawyer stuff. Mm -hmm. But he was able to use what he knew to get to the truth. Yeah. Uh, but this is, a, you know, this is a different take on it. It's a more, I mean, you start obviously just starting out. He's not the confident lawyer that Raymond Burr no. was. He no, is, he's a, he's a he's drinker. A little, he's a drinker. He's a little less confident. He's a little more. No self-respect. Yeah. But Doesn't it'll have be the interesting respect of his ex-wife or his son, yeah. really. But it'll be interesting to see him become Hamilton Burger was the name I was trying to remember. Okay. And of course, that's the pun, you know, Hamburger. Uh, right. But Hamilton Burger and, uh, you know, uh, who, who was done really well in this. And Della Street. Yeah. Street. Uh, the only thing the only thing I and, and I, I I liked it, but it's it's a bit, a bit questionable. And was that was the casting of uh, Paul Drake. Again, you're right. That's that for the time period. That's an inconsistency, but maybe in Los Angeles and maybe yeah. in the in the circles that Perry is is running in. Yeah, he so, would be at an advantage, but he would need a, black, a white assistant. He'd need yeah. a, 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 a cover boy. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, yeah, that's just Hamilton. I mean, uh, Paul Drake is played by Chris Chalk, who's a black actor. Now, right. I love the way that they they made him. You know, I, I mean, I love the character. I love the actor. I love the, the way that they they presented it. It, it, it seemed real. It, de his it did. His conversion. His conversion. Real. His conversion seemed real. His, you know, his his decision to leave the police force where he was, you know, basically being marginalized, right. uh, to to go work for Perry. The only problem is, is because it's set in the 1930s. If it were set today, I wouldn't even have. I wouldn't even question if it were. You know what? Day. I, because it's set in the 1930s, I got to wonder how far is a black detective going to get? Again, know, I agree. Um, again, ethnic Los Angeles, though. I mean, that again, you could you could. But you're right. That's a huge problem. If they had it, say, after World War Two, when blacks had distinguished themselves fighting along whites, you know, so mm -hmm. a lot of the white soldiers brought back a different attitude. Yeah, that may work a little better. Right. Mm -hmm. If he also had some war experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe even as a black soldier, he could connect with older white poor. Right. I, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That he knows how to handle. The, the seedier sides of town because he's had to uh, enforce the law there. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, keep it, but well, kind of, you know, and that sometimes is not a, a pleasant job to have. Yeah. But I mean, if he needs to go talk to someone on fifth Avenue or something like that, it's going to be a problem. Right. Right. But I mean that, and it'll be interesting to see how the show handles that. Right. And can him and Della even be seen together? Uh, oh, you know what yeah, I mean? That's right. Paul if Drake in the thirties. Yeah, that's right. In the thirties. Yeah. Who knows yeah. he doesn't get, get grabbed I, I mean, and lynched? Un, and... Unless, unless he's carrying her bags, that's going to be... Ah, you know. but see that, that Miss Daisy, Miss Daisy, <laughs> right? That yeah. may be a neat thing if he became like that. He, he turns on that character, right? Yeah. And she knows immediately what to do and everybody gets, whoo, everybody gets yeah. disarmed. Well, he's know, just a simple old country boy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, There's actually Now, there was actually uh, uh, an old pulp character called the Avenger. Uh, uh, he was a... Uh, a, a, a hero he had uh, um and he was an albino uh but he yes had, yes yes but he had two he had a, a crew of people who he worked with and one and one of them was these this husband and wife couple who were black and they were harvard educated they were you know in, in, right you know, very intelligent agents of his but whenever they went out into the field they would have to pretend to be to be servants you know, right. and that was how it worked. Basically, it's like they would they would gather intel and do this stuff like that. But of course, but they that's would have such to, an advantage. They would have to do it as the help. You know, which is right. which, you know, uh, is is it was progressive at the time back in the 1930s. That was incredibly progressive to have, you know, a, a, a you know totally university agree. educated black couple who 
and that's the only way that acceptably that they could do it. But, but I mean, isn't you know, that smart? Like that, that even at that time, they were smart enough to know the yeah. way we're acting now, it gives us the advantage, right? Yeah. We understand the way your world works and the way we can move through it. You have no idea, right? Mm -hmm. it, that, that's kind of very satisfying as a story. And, and that may be something element. that they're, 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 they're going to be doing in the, in I, the I would, yeah, series. that, that again, that they, they seem to do well with season one. So season two, I'm not going to, yeah. but I'd like to see them go maybe 10 years ahead. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I would, maybe I would. go to the war again, because you know what happened in World War One to him, right? He had to do what he did. He had to do what he did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he, yes, he executed his own men. Yeah. But they were, they had mustard gas attacked. They mm -hmm. were dying horribly. I mean, what yeah. would you have done? Yeah, exactly. You no know, stress uh, like that. But that's, you know. I'm sorry, uh, that's a big spoiler, but you could take it. It's over. a bit, bit of a spoiler. Yeah. Mind you, it could have, you know, I mean, uh, now if he'd, if he'd been uh, like uh, the, um, uh was it the movie uh, that that it was the movie and the book timothy finley's the wars okay there's a scene where that happens basically their mustard gas attack happens and none of them have been issued with with uh, oh. with gas masks so it's like well what do you do it's like well okay you guys you're gonna have to do this you know you gotta pull out your because ammonia will counteract right. the, the gas so it's like you gotta pull yeah. out your handkerchiefs you know start pissing and hold them or over pee your, your pants pee, pee your, your underwear pee your yeah pee your uh pee your handkerchief and hold it over your face that's <laughs> Uh, At least it's your own pee. What yeah, if you well, could, what if you true. just peed and you needed some everybody to pee on yours because <laughs> yeah. you know you didn't have enough yeah. or they had to squeeze it out onto yours because you just peed <laughs> yeah. and wasted all your precious pee. It'd be like on Arrakis. It'd be water water discipline, right? You'd be yeah. gone, man. The fremen cut you loose. You couldn't create your own pee. And yeah. then the moment, what if you couldn't pee because you're nervous? You're a nervous peer. Yeah. You, and you're being put under pressure. <laughs> Don't look pressure. at me. Yeah. Don't look at me. You're getting shot at. Uh, Don't look at me. I'm not looking. Anyway, you just but looked. That's, <laughs> but that's that's not what happens in Perry. <laughs> but there. But it'll be interesting to see what what does happen. Yes. Uh, yes. A in, great show. Great show. Very good um, show. What and else? Tatiana Masla Maslani uh, yes. played the uh, sister, uh, sister, sister she Alice. She was very good. Very, she was very extremely good. Sister good. Alice. Sister Alice. Extremely good. She now morphs. They... Is she white? Is she black? Is she black? Is she white? Is she Latino? Is yeah. she like, she became, she's like a, a, again, she metamorphs. Yeah. And her, her arc is interesting in that series. But the actress Tatiana Maslani is apparently now, how, you know, big news was that she had been cast in, the TV, the, like Disney Plus is going to be doing a TV version of She-Hulk. And Tatiana Maslany has been reportedly cast as She-Hulk. What else was she in? Come on. Oh, Orphan Black. Oh, Orphan Black. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's really good. Jessica Drew, lawyer, tough mm -hmm. lawyer. Um, yeah. uh, uh, of the, of the uh, not Jessica Drew. Jessica Drew is Spider-Woman. Yeah, no. It's, no, uh, it's, um, what's her name? Um, Jessica she, Drew. She's she the, the, She-Hulk is, um, what's her name? Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer Walters, Jennifer Walters. Yes. Jennifer Walters. Jennifer Walters. She's the, she's the, the cousin of, uh, of uh, Hulk. He mm -hmm. gives her a blood transfusion of his, of his gamma regulated blood. She mm -hmm. becomes the She-Hulk and she can control her anger. Mm -hmm. uh, she ne doesn't have a rage switch like he does. Yes. Um, but it, they did a great comic book of hers in the nineties where she was a lawyer, but all of her clients were like low grade super villains or she, there was one, the aim robot is imagine a guy in a suit with a big square head and these aim robots could like morph into all these things, but he's got like existential issues and he works in her office and does photocopying and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it, it was really kind of next level kind of meta stuff. Yeah. 
Um, and she took on the worst clients and and super yeah. bad supervillains. Anyway, heroes. Yeah, but so ahead. Disney Disney Plus is making a TV series of of the She Hulk, which which is a great comic. I love this. Which She-Hulk. we'll never see. Uh, like because well, not, not but the thing is, and I was excited because Tatiana Tatiana Maslany is a Canadian actress, uh, and she was going to be Steve She Hulk. But a bit, she's, she's come out publicly now and said, "No, I haven't been cast. It's news to me." Why would they know. do that then? So I, it's it's very odd because the the showrunner, you know, for the show has basically said, "Yeah, no, we want Kat, Tatiana Maslany." See why? Do, why did, who who released that? Because now it so puts everybody in a bad position. So obviously, she somebody release it and she so, gets the job because yeah. they don't want to embarrass her. Or the studio doesn't want to give her up because she could be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Like who who did this that is pushing somebody yeah. into go a certain direction? Uh, obviously, somebody forgot to make a phone call or something. You know, <laughs> that's. <laughs> or is she is she angling for more money? Maybe. I mean, did no. they lowball her to start out? Oh, there, there, there you go. Yeah. Because if they released it too early, now she's in the driver's seat. Because yeah. people love this idea. Now mm-hmm. they won't imagine any other actress in the role mm-hmm. because they want to see what she does with it. Even yeah. though the, the charm of the character is going to be the CGI version of her. Well, of course, just like which, Mark. Yeah, you know, and uh, she's, Mark so basically, yeah, she's going to be a, a, a digital actor, yeah. which is great because the things they could do after I seen what they did with uh, uh, Battle Angel Alita, I mean, she could be fantastic as She-Hulk like that. Oh, oh yeah. And I mean, you know, like with the Next-gen Avengers, stuff, man. Yeah, in Avengers when, you know, Mark Ruffalo is the 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 professor hulk you know fantastic that kind of thing you know that would that would uh that would work i mean she's only and you know I, I, obviously the cgi is gonna be a, you know be a but it's gonna be she's only like five foot dots six or something like that yeah so, but it's gonna yeah. be her with the dots on her yeah just like yeah. it's james brolin and you're gonna know it's her acting so she's gonna be making the facial expression she's gonna be saying the lines so then then yeah. we'll know if, if she is playing the role and maybe you're right, right maybe right, she's right. just angling for more money i don't know but either but way, really that's, that's the news that a, broke today you couldn't pick a better girl because yeah, no. orphan black uh, you know she can do a thousand different things with the character mm-hmm. a thousand different variations on the gamma radiation and mm-hmm. how it affects because she's not just going to be a perfect she-hulk on day one I mean, there, there's a season five, like, revelation, right? Yeah. Get her shit together. Of course, she's going to have that scene where she wrecks her own furniture when she wakes up as the She-Hulk and gets angry because she's hungover and, and, and somebody's doing construction outside her apartment window, right? Yeah. yeah. She'll turn into She-Hulk and basically destroy her whole apartment, not <laughs> knowing her own strength. Mm-hmm. And hopefully she falls into the street with that ripped man's shirt that she's wearing. Yeah. You know, on the cover of the first She-Hulk. Oh yeah, yeah. Because she's wearing an oversized man's shirt. That's right. Yeah. And then it, when she turns, you know, it's all ripped like the old Hulk, but she looks kind of hot in it. So yeah. <laughs> I hope they go with that kind of smut because uh, <laughs> it's not smutty. It's not too smutty, but it's smutty enough. Yeah. Well, no, this she, is this is Disney, so you know, I I wouldn't. Hold well, I suspect bare legs. Okay. Because, well, and maybe because PJ pants are not going to survive that kind of thigh enlargement. And, that, that's you know, true. Yeah. Thigh transformation. <laughs> But, I don't care um, where where you get them. Yeah. Either way, that's uh, that's that was the news today. That that Tatiana oh, cool. says, "I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the She-Hulk." Uh, <clears throat> what else did I write down? I wrote down a few other things. Oh, we got a lot. So many, so many things we can't remember. Well, oh, you know, Mandalorian is back. The Mandalorian's coming back. I mean, yeah. season two. I love that line. You know, there are tales of Mandalore the Great fighting a race of alien sorcerers called mm-hmm. jedi <laughs> alien sorcerers 
So <laughs> I, 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 I must deliver this child to a, uh, my enemy, right? Yeah. Yes, you must determine. This is the way. You know, that the, the biggest cop out in the whole galaxy is this is the way. It's the way to stop any questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right when you have you might have one more one more question. Then no, this is the way. This is no, the way. I want one more question. <laughs> one. This is the way. Yeah. All right, bitch. I'm got it. Got yeah. It. So there I will be there, there will be another Mandalorian. We will. We and will I love see, the uh, I love the way when the fight starts. The baby Yoda just gives one look. Right at those little sparrows. The lights yeah. come on on his yeah. gauntlet. It closes yeah. up his little, because like, he knows tube. what's coming. Yeah. He knows what's coming. And yeah. I like the way it goes black. Yeah. So we kind of just only hear what he hears. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, season two of the Mandalorian. Saw, saw Ahsoka Tano in a mm-hmm. very brief scene. Yep. And she's able to kind of, he caught a look at a glimpse of her, but then she was gone like any good Jedi, mm-hmm. uh, any good alien sorcerer. Yep. Um, and then, of course, Giancarlo, again, Esposito with the Black Saber, which is very important to Mandalore. Yep. It's kind of like their, for, for a weapons-based um, religion mm-hmm. ideal, that mm-hmm. is the ultimate weapon for them. It's yep. like the, the sort of Kales on DS9 for the Klingons. Yeah, that's right. It, yeah. it's, it, it's a magical weapon to them. It's, yeah. like, it's like Excalibur mm-hmm. to them. And the yeah. fact that he's holding it and the Mandalorian knows he's got it and they both going to come in contact again. That would be a great prize to bring back to um, that weapon near or whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah the, the forge lady. Forge, thank whatever you. it yeah, is. Yeah, really, the weapon. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't even remember her name, and I no. should. I should be no. so immersed in all that. Yeah, uh, Gina Carano also coming back, and she looks good. When, and, when uh, I saw her there with my buddy um, uh, Apollo Creed there, um, yeah. uh, and, Carl, and of Carl course Weathers. Yeah. Carl Weathers, Dylan from Predator. I mean. That man's day looking good, good actor, solid, mm-hmm. and she's solid too. Um, I'm very glad that they're coming back. I'm very glad we're going to see Ahsoka. Um, I'm looking forward to all kinds of other um, yep. big surprises and stuff. I, I just, it, it, they know what they're doing. I'm they go, do. And I'm, it's going to be weekly, so we don't have to binge. Yes. I, I, I love what they did with the boys. They gave, they put out the first three and then weekly after that. Mm-hmm. So Mandalorian again, maybe first three. And then weekly after that. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that should be almost become a standard. Yeah. I, I, I'm enjoying, you know, watching things like that again. You know? I mean, after binging for so many shows, it's like, yeah. Well, oh, you nice forget them, to, eh? Yeah. They're gone. They're mm-hmm. gone in three days. Boop. Yeah. I don't even remember it, seeing that one. And, and it's kind of nice to just sort of have it happen over time. And, you know, and it gives you a moment. It gives you some time with the episode, especially if, if they're good quality episodes. Right. You know? It's right. like, wow. And the voice great. you don't want to watch, you become desensitized. Yeah. Right. And you'll miss all the subtlety mm-hmm. <laughs> and the beauty in the gore and the violence and the depravity and the, and the, the, the screwing of the screwing of the screwing and the twists and the turns. Right. Uh, Nobody's a good person in this show. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Right. No. Maybe Starlight. Maybe Starlight. Maybe Starlight. Maybe Starlight. Maybe. <laughs> but even Huey's a little cold-blooded sometimes, right? Yeah. But Huey's great, and uh, and, and even I'm going to just say John Noble from mm-hmm. uh, um, the, uh, um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and also from the Beautiful Fringe. Right. John he Noble. shows up in season two. Oh, good. In a very small role, but a yeah. very kind of important role, and I'm really yeah. glad they got him because, mm-hmm. again, quality, man, quality, quality, quality. quality. Yeah. When you got Absolutely. Giancarlo. And and he is so good in a scene with Carl Urban and you're watching this and you're going, I will never see something this great again. Mm-hmm. Remember season one when Carl Urban picked up that baby? 
Yes. The, the, the baby. And when he used mm -hmm. the baby as a weapon. Yeah. Have you ever seen anything that cool in all your life? That, that was just, that was, yeah, I know. That was just, that, that was, was just, brilliant. That was brilliant, but it was like, wow, that's just and, me yeah, that's again, messed cold. up. Yeah. That messed up, that's cold. but messed up in a brilliant way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To think of that. Right. Mm -hmm. I never saw that coming. No. And that's, that's, that's what the boys are. I'm thinking about the boys again. Um, just thinking Mandalorian in shows. Um, what else was it? Oh, oh. And it's sorry for, I got to go on to my Millie Bobby Brown. You know, people think they're going to break me. She's getting some good <laughs> press she, for that, for that Enola Holmes. And I understand no. there's like six more books. Yeah. She's getting good press. No one sees her as pretentious as I do in that trailer, which I could barely watch <laughs> without screaming at. I don't know why me, she vibrates at a frequency that just annoys me. I watched Enola Holmes. Okay. And, you know, and it was okay. I mean, it was, you know, for a family show, for families, you know, it would be good. I mean, and, and I was, uh, 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 what's the name of the place? Sherlock Holmes, uh, Henry Cavill, right? Henry yeah. Cavill. I was looking forward to seeing him as Sherlock Holmes. Was he good? Was, it was good. He was okay. okay. I, I would like have, I, you know, I, I would watch a, a Henry Cavill Sherlock Holmes, but I, although he's, I think he's better as the Witcher. Yeah. He's kind of yeah. wasted as Sherlock Holmes. The only thing, only thing that, that bothered me was that the way that the, the, the show depicted, uh, Mycroft. Of course, Mycroft's always the bastard. So Mycroft is the prick. In, in, I mean, in the Sherlock Holmes stories, if you know anything about Mycroft Holmes, yes. Mycroft Holmes is actually smarter mm -hmm. than Sherlock Holmes. Because he's but more he stable. He's stable. He, well, he, he's stable, but he's smarter, and he doesn't like to move around. He basically just sits in his club and 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 gets fat. Um, in this version, Mycroft Holmes is a completely different character. He's not the character that Sherlock Holmes created. He's this Victorian uptight. Prig, I always imagine you know. him being uptight and being very prim, but but when that's all he is, yeah, no, I mean, he's, he should be smart enough to see her potential early on, I guess. Yeah. And he doesn't, does he? No, he doesn't actually. In this in this show, Mycroft is completely he's stupid. Basically, does like it take him way longer than it should? Yes, it takes okay. him way longer than it should to figure out the most basic things. Uh, right. And yeah, I know it's it's it does not do Mycroft Holmes justice. Sherlock is not bad. Uh, right. Mycroft is, and of course, like no Sherlock's is scattered, so you can you can yeah. pass off a lot on that. And you don't but see Mycroft Watson more of like if he was after this girl to change so much. Mm -hmm. And again, I know way too fucking much about this show that I will <laughs> never see. But yeah. he wants to make her change so much that he loses sight of the forest for the trees. He doesn't yeah. see how much of a value what who she is and what she is is right yeah and right you know but i mean it's it, and it's a it's a good thing for for young girls but i mean it's it's not like it says anything really i mean yeah you know it's it's not like it says anything revolutionary it's like you know you know it's like sure See, you I can think, you can you can be as critical as you want of the victorian right. you know patriarchy but it's like right. you know if you want to have be a little more relevant maybe set it in modern times and, and talk about the patriarchy there but right right uh and again, I think because a lot of people like your age and other adults who are watching this with, with children and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, are, I like it too. It's getting good buzz. Yeah, it is. It's a safe family movie to watch. And the romance is just, you know, it's, it's oh, insipid. Let I me mean, guess, the Vicomte is gay. No, actually Never not. figures it out. Yeah, That would have been interesting. Isn't the kid pretty effete though? He's pretty effete. Well, if they'd made that, if they'd made that, 
if they'd even suggested it, that would have made it more interesting. But no, they didn't. So it was boring. Well, but <laughs> well, you know, you know, much I, I can't stand her. Now I understand you, you. We've talked about this online that she wants to play Amy Winehouse in a movie and calls Amy Winehouse her idol. I bet she only knows one of her songs, like all the rest of us. Yeah. Um, we all just know that rehab song. The rehab um, song, yeah. You know, and uh, what, what a mess she was. But uh, you know, that's ridiculous. Millie yeah. Bobby Brown. It's ridiculous to see her name up there next to the Amy Winehouse story. No. I mean, the girl cannot express a single emotion. She you know, smiled at Godzilla, <laughs> thinking that he would see her and, and realize that it's all going to be okay. I realize I'm a rampaging kaiju monster that's 80 stories tall, breathing nuclear fire. But you, little girl, by smiling at me, you changed how I was going to deal with my day. <laughs> Fuck off, Millie Bobby Brown. Again, I hate her. And people I really respect, okay. like Kelly Selinger, and, and you and others have kind of told me to let it go. I can't let it go. She's horrible. She's just horrible. I well, no, I, 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 she, I, she's, she's engaging enough with what she does, oh. but I do not see her as, I'm sorry. She's not, she doesn't have the chops to play Amy Winehouse. I don't think she doesn't have the chops to play a pork chop. That's that's I know. That's what you said. Even though <laughs> I understand at the British pork um, uh, book council, she did a commercial where she played a dancing pork chop. <laughs> and I hear she just brought the house down. I hear pork chop sales went up through the roof on England. I, at the, I, at the, I, the week after airing that one pork chop commercial, which they only showed one time. Well, it doesn't take much for, you know, no, to increase no. pork sales in Britain. But uh, yeah, no, Amy Winehouse, no. Now, look, I, you know, I've, you, we know who Amy Winehouse is. Amy Winehouse is oh like my this God. tragic figure, and, and you Train can't have this sort of bubbly. She can't play the complex thing. emotions. No. That's a Lady Gaga role, at least. You start least, with Lady yeah. Gaga. You don't start with Millie Bobby Brown. No, and no. when you interview her, you ask her what she wants to do. You make up something stupid. Well, I guess she was making something stu up stupid. She did. She used yeah. to say something. I want to play Carly Rae Jepsen. Because I want to <laughs> sing all those 200 songs she's got hidden at a vault. We're See, never going to. That, that, sound, that sounds more doable. But uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. I tried to make me go to rehab. I said no.
This has been a COC production.